morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. It's live radio. You never know when I'm going to be on. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number is 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Not really sure what happened. Ramona, I'm on. Are we good? You are good, sir. It's one of those uh, phone gremlins again. <laughs> They're after me. They're they trying are. to track me down. Uh, but we got it worked out. Uh, the tax cuts are, well, I should say the proposal for the tax cuts has just been released. It was, you know what, I will say this. It wasn't, you know, two pages or five pages, 429 pages. Uh, all kinds of interesting things in it. Now, this is not going to be the final bill. So this is kind of the, uh, let's start with this one. This came out of the uh, the House, the House of Representatives, the Ways and Means uh, Committee is the one that put out the initial bill. Mike, and I'm just, I'm guessing that they believe that they have enough Republicans on board to at least pass this version in the House. Uh, then, of course, they've got to go to the Senate, uh, and once it's at the Senate, they're going to want to make changes, then it goes back. You know you know how it works. So what I'll try to do as the information comes up, like I said, it was 429 pages. You can actually read the whole bill if you'd like. Uh, we'll, we'll try to give you the, the big highlights uh, that are in the bill. The one thing is they they do have the 20% corporate tax rate in it. Uh, they are, at least in this bill, it's not phased in. Um, so, so that is in it. The big hit to the mortgage interest deduction will cover that. Uh, they were, I would say if there was a loser in the bill, it's the housing market. Uh, that, that would probably be uh, the the biggest loser of the bill, and then if you live in the wrong state, and actually maybe maybe that's probably the biggest loser, followed by the housing market. So if you're in California, Illinois, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, anywhere where where uh, state taxes are really high, uh, you're probably not a big fan uh, of the bill. Overall, if you are a middle class family of four that makes about 60,000 and that would actually put you uh, well above average in this new economy um, you're going to get about $1,100 I think was the figure I'll, I'll, I'll have the exact amount but, but I know it's, it's 1100 and, and some, some change uh, I, I want to say I think I did the initial math at like 96 or 97 let's call it $97 a month, something like that, uh, would be uh, the total savings. Again, that would be that would require a couple things. Number one, you got to be married, got to have a couple kids, uh, and you make about sixty grand. Uh, that is the proposal that came out today. Uh, we'll break that all down for you. I'm going to talk about rhodium today. We had a Facebook question, and I said I was going to get better at answering those questions. Unfortunately, that's a question that has to more be explained than I could really type out in, in a, any reasonable sense. So we're going to do a little deal on all the other metals. So rhodium, platinum, palladium. Uh, we'll talk briefly about those today. 
I want to talk about uh, Mr. Dent, Harvey Dent. We've got him uh, on our website. Matter of fact, the last two days, we've had, he's been doing an interview. He's releasing another book. Uh, for those of you that don't know the name, I know a lot of you do, uh, because he, he's he been calling for uh, $300 gold uh, for quite a while now, and, and he's got now he's got another book out, and he's got a lot of things to say. We're, we're going to touch upon uh, what he said. I will say this, his tune has changed, uh, but but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, but the last two days, so you have to start with yesterday. So if you go into our archives and you uh, uh, pull up Harry Dent, he had a uh, in a two two part interview. One part having to do with uh, he he is a guy that's calling for massive deflation. And he predictions for the stock market and then predictions about gold. Uh, I'll do both of those. Today we have Gerald Salente on our website as well. He was on Watchdog.com. Uh, I will tell you there is uh, some bad language in there. G- Gerald sometimes will let one of those four-letter words slip out. Uh, but he covered all kinds of ground. If you, if you like Gerald Salente, uh, he he was on Watchdog. He's on our website today. Uh, had a, a very interesting call on gold uh, for 2018, calling for what he's calling a stage one recession. He said that's going to be unlike other recessions because it's going to hurt the wealthy people the most. And he made a comment about Jeff Bezos. You know, he he's the owner of Amazon, the now the richest man in the world. You know, he won't be worth $90 billion. He may only be worth $65 billion. But anyway, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800 uh, the Dow is mixed right now. The the Dow's up 25. The S&P and the NASDAQ are lower. Uh, the Dow had been uh, lower by about 50 or 60 points when word, you know, when stuff was leaking out. Uh, the the biggest example. So the corporate tax rate at 20. Uh, that that is going to be from 35 to 20, and of course. Really, we're talking probably about 7% for the average, because the average, you know, the, the bank of corporations on average paid about 27 after deductions. I do believe, and I read this once, I'll, I'll have to double check it, but I do believe McDonald's is a big winner of this. For whatever reason, however McDonald's is set up, they didn't get a lot of write-offs. They had to pay a rate of, I think, 31%. Uh, so... My guess is McDonald's stock is on the rise today, uh, but I'll have to check into that and I'll get back to you on that. Here's what we, here's how it's going to work on the average folk out there. They're going to go to at least what is outlined as four brackets, and the the average person, you know, those are that are at zero right now. If you don't, you know, if you don't make enough, 
uh, you're, you're going to stay at zero. Then I think it's 12%, 25%, 35%. And they finally did something, I will say for once, that I actually agree with. I'll give the one good thing I saw in there was they left that top bracket, that 39 and a half or whatever it may be, but they raised the dollar amount. Instead of 250 uh, they raised it if you're single to 470 if you're married a million bucks. So if you make a million dollars or more, uh, you don't get a tax cut, at least the way I see it. Now, maybe you get it somehow, some other way, but as far as uh, the – again, this is an initial. This is not by any means uh, the final bill, but this is what they are proposing. Uh, the biggest losers – uh, is on the state and local taxes. All of us used to be able to write those off. They've now capped it uh, at state, state and local property tax deductions of up to 10000 That's it. Uh, and then everywhere else, you don't get to write off anything over that. So New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, you know the states. We've talked about them. Uh, where they've got uh, high property tax rates, uh, you're going to be affected. Uh, it does hurt a little less in states uh, where the property tax isn't that high, like Arizona. Uh, California is kind of in the middle of it all. Uh, but then the other part was the interest on your home. All of us, if you own a home right now, you are grandfathered in. So if and when this legislation passes, and of course passes as it is written today, if you buy a home for under $500,000, there is no change. You can write off all of the interest. As soon as the home goes over the 500000 any dollar over 500000 is no longer allowed. The current law is a million. So you could have bought a home for a million dollars and been able to write off all the interest. Uh, now the home will only be 500000 So anybody that, that buys a Toll Brother home, you're not going to get any write-off, right? You, 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 well, you'll get the first 500000 The rest of it, uh, you're going to have to pay more in taxes the the one thing that they really didn't say and and they don't say is just how much this is going to cost right now i've i've seen numbers anywhere from 1.5 to 2.5 trillion over the next 10 years uh is what the this bill at least the way it is written will look like uh the 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 biggest losers, the mortgage interest deduction now is going to be lowered uh, from one million down to five hundred thousand. Uh, those that live in high property tax cities and states, you may not get a tax cut. And if you live in one of those states and you are a millionaire, you're actually going to pay more. So. If you make over a million dollars a year and you live in New York or Connecticut or New Jersey, yeah, California, you're going to pay more. Uh, so you could, again, I probably see a continuing of uh, really wealthy people leaving those states 
and going in, you know, a place like uh, Florida or something, Texas, uh, where the there is no state income tax at all. So uh, that's kind of what we know right now. We don't have uh, any more details other than that. Those are kind of the, I guess, the big ones. Uh, one of the things they talked about was the companies bringing jobs back home and at least initial reports, everyone's saying the 20% doesn't get that done. Uh, and, and where most people are, are hiding the money. So you got two types of offshore stuff. You got like Apple, who has a lot of money in Asia, right? Because they employ a lot of people there. Uh, but then you've got the other companies, and I'll use like Pfizer as an example, that's got the fake headquarter in Ireland. And people are like, you know, in Ireland, they're paying nothing. Or, well, I don't know if it's nothing, but it's a lot. They're paying a lot less than 20%, so why would they bring it back here to pay more? And then you've got the the countries like Bermuda and all of those places where, again, all of those companies will pay nothing. So I don't know how big of an effect it will have. Uh, and then we'll have to look at, at what the tax rate, if if any, for profits that are overseas, are they going to be able to bring it all back uh, tax-free? I know that's one of the things that they would like, uh, but I just haven't seen the details on it. So that's what, what, at least what I know so far on the proposal. Like I said, it was 429 pages, and at least initially uh, certain states, you're a loser, uh, and then housing was the other big loser. That's kind of the uh the two that don't look like you're gonna you're gonna be thrilled. If you're buying a house, you know, for more than five hundred thousand, you're probably not gonna be thrilled with it. Everybody, like I said though, the good news is your grandfather did. So if you live in a home now that's more than a million, uh they're not going to uh prevent you from writing that off. It's only uh when the law passes uh as it's written at least right now, any home you built buy after that, will that be in effect? Uh, so that's kind of what I know. As, as, as I see more updates, I'll pass them along to you. Uh, the other day we had a Facebook question. Uh, I believe Margot uh, was asking and inquiring about Rhodium. If For those of you that remember, and this is going back now, I don't even know, 16, maybe 18 months, uh, maybe 20, you know, Somewhere between a year and a half to two years ago, I put one of those all-out lead pipe locks on rhodium and told everybody, listen, you need to buy some. I even I even did something which rhodium at the time, we had never sold it before. Uh, but I even went as far as telling people, hey, trade some gold in, trade some silver in. You want to hold some rhodium right now. And we, we sold it for about... $600 to the ounce. Rhodium, about a week ago, maybe two, hit 1500 plus. And then Rhodium fell a couple hundred dollars in a day. And Margo asked, hey, what happened? What's, what's going on with Rhodium? And, and really simply... Uh, all three of the other metals, the platinum market, the palladium market, the rhodium market, they are all really intertwined. Platinum is used in catalytic converters. 
Palladium is used in catalytic converters. A very, very, very small amount of rhodium uh, is used when those metals are being used. And then rhodium uh, is a highly reflective metal. And really, uh, all three of them, what I'll call the other metals, are all in the, you know, the new energy technologies and the and the solar panel technology and and all of those things these 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 metals are used so the the question that margo asked is is what happened in rhodium and normally doesn't move that much in a single day and i'll just give you the real simple answer somebody took some profits right someone's been watching the rhodium market and, and you know going from uh, $550 to $1,500. Rhodium is the smallest market of all the metals. So when you look at the gold market, the gold market's the biggest. And by biggest as far as dollar terms. Uh, then you have the silver market. It's the second biggest. And then the platinum market, the palladium market, they're much, much smaller. And then the rhodium market's even smaller than that. So just one trade uh, could cause rhodium to move. Like today, rhodium is down $50. It's $1,250 right now. That may have only been a couple of trades. Uh, It doesn't trade that often. Uh, If somebody was taking some profits down, uh, if you're asking me, do I like rhodium at $1,250? Probably not. If you bought rhodium... You know, at $600, uh, is it a good time to trade out of it or sell it? I think so. Uh, would it have been a better time last week at 1500 Yes. Uh, is twelve fifty a high price for rhodium? No. Uh, that is actually historically kind of like a normal one. But this metal is very, very volatile. Uh, I think it's been as high as eight or nine thousand dollars once, and and rhodium. There's only a couple of mines, uh, and that's the other thing. Uh, South Africa and Russia really control most of all the all all three of the metals: the platinum, the palladium, the rhodium. Those two countries have the really the most power in those markets. Uh, right now, of the three, if you if you if you held a gun to my head and said, "Hey, which one would you buy right now?" It would be platinum. Uh, platinum is the cheapest of the three right now. Normally, normal markets, it usually goes rhodium is the most expensive, followed by platinum, and those two can jump back and forth. And palladium has always been the cheaper metal with the there, there was a, a big rush. Russia pulled out of the palladium market, drove the price up once uh, to a pretty high level. But right now, uh, rhodium's at twelve fifty, palladium's at nine eighty five, uh, which is a that is a, a very much a high price. As a matter of fact, though, it, it touched a thousand uh, the other day, uh, and platinum's at nine twenty four, and we know over the last. 50 years this I believe this is the longest stretch that platinum has been less than gold uh, and it's going on now I think it's been going on for a couple of years now 
uh, and platinum under a thousand dollars uh, is really, at least in the last ten years, uh, an ab an aberration. It doesn't happen that often. I'm not really sure. Did South Africa's production go way up? I don't know. Uh, I do know that uh, palladium is used in the Asian markets in their catalytic converters, and, and obviously, uh, where when you talk about car sales. Uh, they're kind of topping off here, leveling off here, still growing in Asia. Uh, but but I just don't have the, the very much all three metals are more driven by issues either in the mines themselves or political issues with South Africa and or Russia than it is about anything else. So that's, I hope that answered your question. If you want to ask us questions via Facebook, Please do, and we'll do our best to answer on Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the pro family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. In contrast to President Trump's 2017 Columbus Day proclamation, Barack Obama chastised Americans in 2016 that we must acknowledge the pain and suffering of Native Americans. By apologizing for Christopher Columbus as a man allegedly responsible for bringing pain and suffering, violence and disease to America, Obama was seemingly apologizing for America itself. Such ideas are far too common in our schools and colleges, where Columbus is wrongly accused of oppressing the native people with slavery, white supremacy, and even genocide. The National Education Association adopted a resolution that, quote, formal apologies are long overdue to the indigenous people of the United States. Well, the fierce campaign against Columbus is motivated by hatred for America and will continue even if his statues survive recent radical leftist Antifa attacks. In reality, it's impossible to exaggerate how great Columbus was and how much of our world depends on what he accomplished. Columbus was, first of all, the greatest sailor and navigator who ever lived up to that time. Yes, a Viking named Leif Erikson apparently landed somewhere in Canada about 500 years earlier, but Erikson left no permanent settlement or any trace that he was ever here. Yes, there were already people living in North and South America when Columbus came. By comparison to European explorers and settlers, however, America's native people lived in extreme poverty and brutality, lacking the skills that are necessary to build a civilized nation. True also, European settlers brought new diseases such as smallpox that infected the native people, unintentionally of course, but they were repaid in tobacco, which caused far more deaths among Europeans. Columbus wrote about tobacco in his journal on October 15, 1492, just three days after he arrived in the West Indies. Among the gifts that Columbus brought to America was Christianity. Evangelization of the native people was a prime motivation for Columbus and his Spanish backers. Columbus gave Christian names to places he visited, such as San Juan, St. John the Baptist, which later became Puerto Rico. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. 
Welcome back. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. Today I've got a a great opportunity. Uh, We're going to take some gold, and we're going to take some silver, and we're going to put it all together, and I think you're really, really going to like it. Today we've got a U.S. $10 Liberty gold piece. Okay, that's the old one, 1866 to 1907, back when our currency was gold and silver. You know, that was the money. Back when we didn't have things like inflation or deflation or any of those other things. There's $675. When you buy a $10 Liberty gold piece today, you're going to be able to buy a roll of silver quarters. So you get 40, there's 40 silver quarters in a roll. We're going to take the quarters. By the way, right now, just the quarters by themselves are $145 a roll. We're going to take $25 a roll off, and you're going to get the quarters for $120. Uh, and what that does, when you if you took a blowtorch to it, that'd be 7.15 ounces of silver. That's what's in a roll of silver quarters. What puts the silver at $16.78. And right now, that, that's roughly 32, 33 cents below the spot price. So you're going to get a $10 Liberty gold piece and a roll of 40 silver quarters for only 7.95. It's just an incredible opportunity at 800-951-0592 and I can do up to 50 packages. So you're going to get a $10 gold piece at $675 and then a roll of 40 silver quarters at 120 bucks, and you start thinking about really what, what's really good about this one. Obviously, uh, fractional gold's always good to have. The $10 piece outside of the 20s, it's the most popular coin. The $20 Liberty, the $20 Saint, and then the $10 Liberty. Those are really when you talk about in gold where most of our business lies. Then you're going to talk about getting those silver quarters just in case. Right now, I always talk, like yesterday I talked about, listen, we're not necessarily planning for some cataclysmic event. But those quarters are going to come in real handy in case it does happen. And, of course, anytime you're buying any of our products for under spot, uh, that's a heck of an opportunity. So a U.S. $10 Liberty at six seventy five, a roll of silver quarters, seven ninety five. You get 41 pieces. You get a, a $10 gold piece, 40 silver quarters, $795 at 800-951-0592. And so far, gold and silver are kind of ignoring what's happening, at least so far today. Uh, right now, Gary Cohen's out telling you all the reasons why the tax plan's a good idea. Haven't had too many more updates on that. Uh, but gold and silver are just kind of waiting. 
waiting and watching. And it does look like, and I haven't seen it official, official, uh, but Jay Powell, Jerome Powell, is going to be the next head of the Federal Reserve as well. Uh, so having said that, I told you I wanted to talk about Harry Dent. A lot of you, the last time he wrote a book, called and said, hey, what do you think about this guy? And he's talking about three and $400 gold. And, and I will tell you I'm not a big fan, and not because of his gold call, just because his math isn't very good, in my opinion. Uh, but if you listen to so the last two days he's been on our website, and you can listen to both of them. Here's what Dent thinks is going to happen. We are in a deflationary period, of course, and I've been telling you, I think it's a stagflationary period, but anyway, we're in a deflationary period. He believes that the, the Dow Jones could lose 18,000 points. And that gold, in, in the interview today, he talks about gold. Today is the gold interview part. Uh, he's talking about $700 gold, but since he, he does, re, you know, kind of hedges his bet a little with 700 but said, you know, ultimately it could go to four, you know, and, and, and I don't really know the logic behind that, but that's kind of what he said. But then he says, then he just, after he says that, he talks about how great gold is. And and he'll be the first one to buy it, and and talked about in it, either he's going to be right, or in 2022 that's when you want to start buying gold again. Now I don't know what happens in 2022, but that was the comments he made. And that by the way, gold's going to five thousand. Okay, this is Harry Dent today. You can listen for yourself, but that's not going to be till 2040. And I want to say 2040, 2050 was the time frame that he used, and he talked about uh, commodity super cycles and, you know, gold's uh, the best hedge in the world, but it's not money anymore, that kind of stuff. Uh, so anyway, I, I wanted to address it because last time he had a book out, a lot of you uh, were calling and were concerned, and and uh, I don't see the Dow losing 18,000 points. Uh, I don't see deflation. You know, we've got car prices at all-time highs, home prices at all-time highs. Now, home prices may come off on this tax news. I don't know. Uh, but the money printing is not ending. You know, we, we, we've got a federal funds rate between one and one and a quarter, uh, and nobody's talking of anything over 2%. And so I just don't, I don't get it. Uh, but apparently... Dent said today, it really doesn't matter if he's right or wrong. Even if he's wrong in 2022, uh, it, it, something's going to happen. And that by 2040, uh, we're going to be in this huge commodity super cycle. So anyway, I, I wanted to address, because Wendy will tell you, we get a lot of, we, we got a, a lot of calls from people about about Dent. Uh, he's I don't talk about them often because, you know, the guys that I like are the guys that I like, right? I, I like their research. I like what they do. Uh, not that Dent's a bad guy or a good guy. He's just another guy uh, in his research. Uh, well, quite honestly, I don't get. You know, and I've been telling you, again, 
if you look at the cycles that have defined us, we've had a deflationary cycle and an inflationary cycle, and I think we're, we're in a stagflationary cycle. I'm going to talk about that next. Today's special, a U.S. $10 Liberty and a roll of silver quarters. The quarters, by the way, will be $30 below spot, below melt. If you blow towards it, you're going to be paying $16.78 for the silver. Uh, Right now, silver, spot silver, $17.13. for a $10 Liberty and a roll of silver quarters. Uh, there's 36 of them still available. So 36 rolls still available uh, at $795 at 800-951-0592. Uh, that is the toll-free number. Now, and I talk about guys I like, guys I don't like, people whose research I think is credible versus not credible. One of my favorites, on the, on, uh, especially when it comes to supply. You know, when you think about economics 101, you got supply and demand. And we, we've been talking a lot about supply because 2016 was the first year of decline in both gold and silver mine supply that we've seen in decades. At least a decade, but probably a couple of decades. In 2017, the trend is continuing, now, and it's now gathering pace. Uh, SRS Rocco, the guy, the great website, does great work. He was talking about gold supply, and particularly the gold supply out of the world's number one producer. And if you're an old-timer, right, it used to be South Africa, right? Remember, the South Africans used to, you know, mint all the gold. They're, they're, they're down to fourth. They may even be fifth now. Uh, and not because other countries have ramped up. It's just their, their deposits are pretty depleted. The Chinese, by far, are the world's largest producer. When it comes to gold supply, but they don't, they consume every ounce they get, plus hundreds of metric tons in addition. The world's top gold producer saw its mine supply plummet by by 10% in the first half of 2017. According to the GFMS World Gold Survey's newest update, China's gold production, which was 230 metric tons the first half of 2016, right? And China was producing, I mean, they were producing, you know, between 450 and 500 metric tons of gold a year. And just so you know, a metric ton is 32,150 ounces. I mean, it's a lot. Mine production the first half of this year has fallen to just 207 metric tons. The report stated that the reason for the decline in gold production had to do with government uh, efforts to to limit uh, pollution, 
heightened awareness of environmental issues, and oh yeah, that other reason, uh, the supply's starting to, to, to wind down a little bit, right? The good stuff's already been gotten. GFMS analysts forecast that Chinese gold production will continue to deteriorate. Uh, this is undoubtedly bad news for a country that is not only the world's largest gold producer, but because China consumes all of its domestic mine supply. To get an idea of, of how far China is ahead of the rest of the world, here's how it broke down. Last year, China produced 454 metric tons. So right now they're on pace for about 414. Australia was second at 291 metric tons. Russia was third. This is all mine supply at 254, 254 metric tons, followed by us, the U.S. Boy, South Africa has fallen even farther than I thought. Indonesia at 168, 168 metric tons. Canada at 165. Peru at 164. And South Africa, they're 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. They're eighth now at 150. They said that total mine supply of the entire world was 3,222 metric tons. Okay, so when you take all the mines of the world, that is all the gold there was, and this number has been falling. Uh, by, by the way, South Africa, the leading gold supplier in the world in 1970, when it produced all by itself 1,000 metric tons. And this is just a highlight What's really been happening, you know, I think it was a couple weeks ago, we talked about how every decade, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, they, you found at least one 50-million-ounce gold deposit and 10 30-million-ounce gold deposit every single decade. We found zero 50-million-ounce deposits and zero... 30 million ounce deposits this millennium. You know, when you think about South Africa in 1970 was producing a thousand metric tons, and this year the largest gold producer in the world, the Chinese, are going to do about 400. No offense to Harry Dent, but gold may be going a lot higher a lot sooner than a lot of people think patriot radio news hour final segment coming up final segment patriot radio news hour uh depending on where you look i've got gold unchanged kitco's got it up a a dollar 30 uh let's just call it 1277 dollars uh right now uh kind of Muted response to the to Jay Powell now being the new Fed chief that's going to take over in February, uh, and then of course the proposed tax legislation. Uh, I think that uh, both of those 
bullish for gold. Uh, Jay Powell, not an academic. Uh, he is a the richest Federal Reserve chairman maybe ever. Uh, I'll have to look into it, but he's got a net worth, and, and, and I'm not making this up, between 20 and 55 million. I don't know how you get that big of a disparity. Right? I mean, 20 to 55? I mean, can we narrow it down a little bit? But that's at least that's what I've read. Uh, between 20 to 55 million, he was uh, worked for Carlisle Group, uh, an investment firm. Uh, but he's not a, I wouldn't call him an expert in the financial markets per se. Uh, but the thing that they like about him, number one, he's a Republican. Uh, number two, he's just like Janet Yellen, and he doesn't want to have really high interest rates. Uh, so both of those would be good for gold. Uh, let me check in on the dollar. The dollar, uh, which fell all the way to 91 and has been rallying, yeah, dollar's down a little bit today, uh, 94.70 on the dollar. And I think that's another one I think the dollar kind of had its little run here. Uh, U.S. $10 lib and a roll of silver quarters at $795 until they're gone at 800 951 That is our toll-free number if you've never done business with us. It's so simple. I mean, really, it's like, uh, you know, how to buy gold for dummies. You just call up. And you say, I'll tell Wendy, Wendy, I want the special. She's going to ask you one question. How many would you like? And you just tell her, I want one, or I want three, or I want five, or whatever it is. She's going to give you a total. Uh, you need to pay for it. You can pay a uh, personal check now is really the most private way to do it, but you can put it on uh, a credit card. If you put it on a credit card, you got to add uh, $10 for the credit card fee. But uh, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover, we take all four of those. Uh, if you wanted to send a bank wire, probably not on this or an order like this, but if you wanted to send a bank wire, we can do that as well. And then we ship it to you, registered, insured, U.S. mail. Uh, by the way, just some more tax stuff coming in. Student loan interest deduction is not, is I'm sorry, is on the chopping block. So apparently uh, you won't be able to write off uh, I guess would be the interest on the student loan. I'm not sure. So you think about uh, that's a that's a big one there. That that just uh, hit the tape. The student loan deduction is on the chopping block. Uh, we talked about the mortgage and and of course the the uh, property tax, the state and local tax deductions on the chopping block as well. Uh, and we'll we'll wait tomorrow. We'll probably have a little more clarity on that as well. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. But before you do, give us a call. Put some product away. Uh, we appreciate the business. Take care. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow.